0: Here's adventure. Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West. Cisco, he's shaving, he's getting closer.
1: This way, Pancho (laughs) Bauro.
0: The Cisco (laughs) Kears. The Cisco Kid in our exciting story, The Divining Rod of Michael O'Flaherty. The search for gold has always excited the imagination of men. The desire to possess the glittering metal has caused them to react in many ways. This is the story of the reactions of two men to the yellow siren. Michael O'Flaherty and Jesse Linden both sought gold, but each in his own fashion. As our story opens, Jesse and his partner, Orvie Redfern, have just robbed the stage to Rimpaw and are escaping with the gold they have stolen.
2: Get up, you! Faster! These knights can't go any faster, Orvie. The gold we're carrying them is what slows them down. We've got to make them go faster, Jesse, or that sheriff and his posse will catch us. Keep going here! Only one thing to do, Orvie. Get rid of the gold. After risking our necks and having to kill that guard... I'm local if you think I'm going to toss away this money. I don't mean throw it away. Let's bury it somewhere and come back and get it later on. All right. Where? What's the matter with right here? Oh, you yeah. All we got to do is pick out a spot we'll recognize later on. Yeah. Where are we going to find that kind of a spot? Well, what's the matter with burning at the base of that rock there? You mean the one that's shaped like a half moon? That's the one. There's a marker we'd never forget. All right, let's do it. And dig a hole in the ground with that running iron you're carrying. I'll get it. It's gold. Sure heavy. How much do you think we got? I reckon in the neighborhood of 20,000. Here, help. From the weight, it feels like it's near 100,000. I'll break my back every day in the year for this kind of a haul, huh? Got the iron? Start digging, Harvey. All right, Jesse. Sure wish you hadn't killed that guard, Jesse. What's the matter? You turning soft? No, that ain't it. Well, when there's a dead man involved? You know how the law is. That law, Rempah, don't bother me. Old Sheriff Gilson couldn't catch a fly with a piece of flypaper. paper. So since you'll never catch up with this gold once we get it buried. Only the two of us know about it. Twenty thousand in gold. Split two ways means 10000 apiece. With no split, uh, it's a heap of money for one man. What do you mean, Jesse? What are you doing with that gun? Oh. Ah. Yep, it's a heap of money. Now only one of us knows about it, and I ain't gonna tell nobody but myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: why are you carrying that rock with you? Yeah, the present for Senor Michael Flaherty. You are taking him a rock for a present? Si, Si, When our friend Signor Sweeney tells us to visit Senor Flaherty, he say, Senor Flaherty, Mr. Stone from Ireland. But what has the Blarney Stone from Ireland got to do with that rock you are carrying? Possibly, Senor Flores, the, the Arizona Blarney Stone. Oh, oh, but, Pancho, you do not understand. It is not the same. It's a stone, no, she's called Hey, chico, it's a stone. In a horse in Arizona and a horse in Ireland the same, huh? See, Pancho, they may not be the same kind, but they are both horses. And then a stone in Ireland and a stone in Arizona not be the same kind, but they both be stones. Oh, oh but, Pancho, that is not the same as the Irish Blarney Stone. No, this is the Arizona blammy stone. Well, <laughs> I can see it's no use to argue with you, Pancho. Yes, <laughs> uh, Cisco, see. Senor Michael Flasi and his daughter, Senor Ida Marine, both like Pancho's presence. Oh, there, hold ho, Hold Who hold up, hold Slow down. Yeah. Uh, look, Pancho. Huh? There's an hombre on the ground. <laughs> Pancho thinks that hombre is dead, Cisco. I think you're right, amigo. Mm, Pancho, wonder who killed him? This body was dragged over here from that half-moon rock. How'd you can tell, Cisco? How'd you can tell, huh? Because the tracks are too carefully covered. Mm-hmm. The rest of the ground is not dragged. Oh, can't you see what Cisco means? All right, he's coming, Cisco. See, si. from the badges they are wearing, I think they are members of a posse. Mm, every time we see a sheriff, the same thing happens. Perhaps the sheriff thinks we are responsible for these dead hombres. Uh, we will explain how we found him.
0: oh,
2: your
1: hands, you two. We've got you covered.
2: Don't either one of you two killers make a move. Caught you dead to rights this time standing over another one of your victims.
1: Now, do not jump to conclusions, Sheriff.
2: You two varvids ought to be strung up. Seeing as how I'm sheriff, you'll go back to jail and stand trial. Look, Sheriff, that dead hombre on the ground's one of the killers we're after. As long as you're the only one here that's ever seen, Orvey Redfern and Jesse Linden, I'll have to take your word for it. Which one's that? That was Orvey Redfern. Yeah, I'll have to take you two back to jail,
1: even though that sidewinder did deserve shooting. But Cisco and and I shoot that hombre, Senor Sheriff. Cisco? Hey, that's the Cisco kid, Sheriff Gilson. Oh, yes. See, I am the Cisco kid. And Panj was companier to Cisco. If you will examine our guns, Senor Sheriff... You will see that they have not been filed for some time. We found these red foreign hombre just as you see him. See, we found him just before the sheriff and the party or right I Where'd
2: you hide that gold you found on him, Cisco? We found no gold, deputy. We not look for no gold. Well, him and his partner got away with twenty thousand in gold from the stage.
1: We know nothing about that, Senor Sheriff. But Poncho and I'll be glad to help you trail the other bandito. Huh, that's a good one. These two coyotes know more about this than they're telling, Sheriff. Not you, of course. He's going, Pancho Coyote, if you Coyote Joe. Go on, you too. Get on your horses.
2: I'm taking you to jail.
1: Very well, Senor Sheriff. Pancho, can we get our horses. To be ready to make a break. Aren't you ready, Cisco?
2: Here's the horses,
1: Sheriff. Get mounted, you two. Hey. Yeah. You aren't making a mistake, Senior Deputy. See hey, the deputy made a big mistake. Yeah, well, i ain't gonna make the mistake of letting you two keep your guns. Give them to me. See, I will give you a shove to the ground like oh, this. No. Come on, Pacho, up you! Go, 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 Listen, down. Yeah, come down. Yeah. Right in among these rocks, Pacho. We will lose them. Yeah, Pacho, Francisco. Yeah. Now, Pacho, let us hide behind this border. Hold it, amigo. Oh, looka, yeah. oh, looka, oh, looka, ho. Oh, look, oh, oh. Hide behind the rock, logo. That sheriff and his posse are coming. Quieto, logo. Let's make no noise come that party cisco.
2: Faster, boys get up ahead get inside
1: well now for the present, we are safe mm, they pass right by and i see us and this is a good place to hide cisco get the bunch of cattle here comes the deputy i push from his horse that deputy try hard to catch over the passing he is following another trail Perhaps he is after the dead bandido's partner. We go after the other bandido, Cisco? we have to, Pancho, in order to clear our own names. Mm -hmm. That sheriff and his deputy think we had a hand in that stagecoach holdup. How we find that Jesse Linden hombre? We'll double back on our own trail, then follow his tracks. It'll be hard to follow, no, Cisco? Not too hard, Pancho. Before the sheriff and his posse rode up, I noticed something that would help us. What did you notice? What did you notice, Cisco? The front feet of the horse that bandido was riding towed in... Oh, how's to do this? From the hoof prints. Oh. A blacksmith makes special shoes for a horse that toes in. Uh-huh. Unless I am very much mistaken, those hoof prints will lead us to the killer of that dead hombre we found. Yes, yes. Come, Pancho. Up the Come on. Go,
2: go, go, go,
1: go! Marine, where are you now, girl?
3: Oh, swift chance to have come from town so quickly, Father. Was the package there for you?
1: <laughs> it was that, daughter. And here it is. Addressed to Michael O'Flaherty and from the Queen of Islands, Ireland herself. It is the divining rod.
3: Open it, Father.
1: Yes. Not so fast. There's a rider coming. He'll see first what he wants.
2: Whoa, whoa there. Uh, howdy, folks. Good day. Good day to you, sir. My name's Jesse. you sure a nice spread you've got here, mister.
1: Michael O'Flaherty's my name. This is
2: my daughter, Maureen. How do you do, sir? Howdy, ma'am. I was wondering if you folks could use an extra hand. I'm sure, no. And what would we be doing with an extra hand when we have so
1: few cattle?
3: Are you forgetting your manners, Father? Won't you ask the gentleman in for a cup of tea?
1: Come in. Come in with you.
3: Oh, well, two more visitors riding this way, Father.
2: Well, it is a busy day we're having, my daughter. Well, if you don't have anything for me, I'd better get going. Well,
1: ho, yeah, on, hold on, hold. Hold, hold. Hold, 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 hold on.
2: Greetings to the two of
1: you. Step down off your mount and come in. We were just about to brew a pot of tea. Ah, uh, gracias, senor. Gracias, <laughs> un paso, senor. Who does this horse belong to,
2: senor? That's mine. What about it?
1: I am interested in the front feet of your horse. They tow in. So what if they do? Then, hombre, you must be Jesse Linden. Without Cisco, he go for the go. <laughs> ah, bueno, Cisco, shoot the go from that hombre's hands. She's preserver, us, doctor. Get out of my way. Shoot the gun out of my hand, I'll show you. Hey, if it's a fight you want, Pandido, you will get it. I'll uh, tear your pardon, my bare hands. i not help you, Cisco? Two against one, is it? <laughs> the barrel <laughs> of me gun over your skull, fat friend, Says you'll help going.
3: No Claire. <laughs> hey, Father, you've knocked him out cold. You will
1: have to do more than talk, hombre. And I can do it. And no, for the other one. Raid right in here like a couple of wild Indians, will they? I'll show them. A ball gun over your skull,
3: too, me bucko.
2: Well, thanks, Mr. Blarry.
3: Why did these two come here after you?
2: Well, uh, we had sort of a, well, a misunderstanding back in Rimpaw about a card game.
3: And you, you mean you'd, you'd shoot each other over a game of cards?
1: Sure and they would, that. The three of them are alike. And I want none of them on my property. Go on, no, and be offered with
2: you. Can't say how I can blame you, Mr. Flaherty, after what them
1: two did. If there's any fighting to be done on my property, it'll be done by Michael O'Flaherty himself. No,
3: no, no, Father, calm yourself. Uh, perhaps you'd better be gone. You
1: pack your two friends on their horses
2: and get them out of here.
3: No, Father, it's not good for the health to be of such a temper. I can't
2: blame you folks the least bit for feeling the way you do. There, I'll need some help in loading these two. I'll help you. And that's the last they want to see of you and those other two scallywags. It's the last time these two will bother you, Mister O'Flaherty. Once I get them off your property, you'll never see you hiding a hair of them again. I'll see to it personally. <laughs>
0: And if Michael and Maureen O'Flaherty knew the true meaning of Jesse Linden's words, they would know he intends death for Poncho and Cisco. In just a moment, we'll return to The Cisco Kid. <laughs> To the Cisco kid in our gripping story, The Divining Rod of Michael O'Flaherty. As Cisco and Poncho are about to capture the killer, Jesse Linden, they are knocked out by old Michael O'Flaherty, who thinks our friends have started a fight over a card game. Mike orders Jesse to take Cisco and Poncho off his property. Jesse assures Mike that once he gets them away from the ranch, they will never bother anyone again.
2: Now, I'll be glad to get rid of these two if you'll give me a hand-loading them on the horses. I'll do it. have done with the lot of once and for all.
3: Neither of you lay a hand on those two men. It made me lose my temper for sure, Father. They'll not leave here while they're out cold. I don't care what they've done.
1: No, Maureen, I'm not going to stop You it. heard
3: me and I'll not say it again. Is it the feel of a shillelagh you're after?
1: Well, now, look at And don't head, you man. be mixing into family quarrels. Be off with you. Or I'll get that self-same shillelagh after you on my own.
3: Here comes another one of your ruffian friends. And with a gun in his hand.
2: I guess you're right. I'd better be leaving farther. Oh, there, oh.
3: You make another move, Jesse, and I'll pull you out of that
2: saddle. Not much I can do, deputy. You got the drop on me. There's something you both
3: can do. Get off
1: my land and right now.
2: Who knocked out Sisko and Pancho? You,
3: Jesse? Sisko? Is it the Sisko kid you're meaning?
1: Yes, ma'am. That's him. Saint us, doctor. We've made a mistake. These are the two that Pat Sweeney wrote us about in the letter. You can take care of them too. I'm taking Jesse here as a prisoner back to Rimpall. I'll take that gun, Jesse. Here. Yeah. Now get going.
2: Get up there. Get up. Oh.
3: Come, Come, Father. Let's get the two of them into the house and see if we can bring them too.
1: Jesse, you got twenty thousand in gold off that stagecoach when you held it up.
2: I don't know what you're talking about, deputy.
1: The name is Clay Dawson, and your name's going to be on a tombstone in Boot Hill unless your memory gets better pronto.
2: What do you want to know?
1: You killed Orvey Redfern, right? Yeah. You buried the gold you and Orvey took off
2: the stage, right? Yeah, we buried it.
1: You and me are going to dig up that gold,
2: Jesse. We're going to split it. Well, you're the first lawman I ever met that knows how to think. You and me ought to be permanent partners.
1: Maybe we will. Me working on one side of the law, you on the
2: other. I'm the only one here who knows what you look like. You and them four at the ranch we just came from. We ought to do something about them. We will.
1: After we dig up that gold.
2: Four bullets in the right places and four
1: miles won't do any talking about us. Come on, let's ride. Get here. up, boys. Get Come up. on. Then. It is easily understood, senor and senorita O'Flaherty, how you could make the mistake.
3: Are you sure you're feeling well enough to ride, Cisco?
1: Oh, see, si, senorita. I must see the sheriff in Rimpo and clear our names now that the deputy has captured the real killer. And I was hoping you'd stay long enough for me to show you the divining rod I got from Ireland. Well, see, so you might mean it, the divining rod. Oh, sure, now you've heard of a divining rod. The little people put a magic to it, and it guides you to gold. Magic? <laughs> little people? Oh, a Pancho you got to see this. Well, I'd be liking to tell you about it, Pancho. I will go to see Sheriff Gilson myself, Pancho. You can tell me all about the little people when I return.
3: Ah, Father. Now, there's a fine broth of a man. Tall, broad-shouldered, and with a way about him. By the saints,
1: Maureen. It's the first lad you've shown any interest in since we've come here. It's when far to see the divining rod. Right now, me bucko. Uh-huh. Tis the wonder of the age you'll be seeing. For something in me blood tells me the divining rod's going to lead us to gold this very day.
3: Oh, you're forgetting one thing, father.
1: Oh, according to legend, tis the shape of the moon from the night before that tells you where to use the divining rod. You found see the half moon last night. and far, you might you dig by the half moon rock far to today. Tis a omen, daughter. This is the day the old flatteries come into their own. On to the half-moon rock. Lead the way, Master Poncho. You say your deputy and his prisoner never showed up, Sheriff Gilson?
2: No, they didn't, Cisco. I think you're making up the whole story about Michael Flaherty telling you that my deputy was bringing Jesse Linden in as a prisoner.
1: Senor Mike and Senorita Maureen would not lie. There can only be one answer. What do you mean by that, Cisco? That your deputy is not as honest as you think he is. You think Clay threw in with that killer, Jesse Linden? That is exactly what I think, Sheriff. Unless I am very much mistaken, they have gone after the gold which Jesse Linden stole from the stagecoach. You know where that gold's hidden? The body of Orville Redfern had been moved when we found it. It is my belief that the spot where he was moved from is the spot where the gold was buried. Where's that? Somewhere near that half-moon rock where we met this morning. If we can get there in time, I think you can capture two bandidos and recover that gold before it causes another death. <laughs> The half moon rock Pancho tell you about, Senor Mike. Glory be. T shaped like you said. Tis a half moon, for
3: sure. Bring out the divining rod, Father. Let's see where it tells us to dig. Fine.
1: Now, me friend Pancho, you'll see what a divining rod can do. You see, you hold it before you, and then you walk around. This near the place where Cisco and Pancho find that dead bandido. The Cisco say the body of that bandido drive from right over there. But. The very spot where this rod seems to be pulling me.
3: Careful now, Father. Don't be trying to influence it.
1: Well, I'm being as careful as I can. Look, see your Mike, the divining rod points to the half moon rock. Uh, Pancho, you've got to be more careful. In your excitement, you push me arm. Seems like this is the spot, Father. Mm, Pancho, started he pushed you, you Mike, but ponder see the rod move? No, I don't know whether the divining rod moved because you pushed me or because the wee folk wanted it so.
3: Well, this is a good way to find out, Father. Use these shovels we brought and dig.
1: See, we dig right here at the base of the half moon rock. Well, if believing is enough, the three of us will find a treasure in gold.
2: Good thing we left the horses and came these last few hundred yards on the foot, footplate.
1: Yeah, up here, Jesse. We can see who's digging from behind these rocks, and they can't see us.
2: Uh, why, the dirty, thieving hijackers. They must have spied on me and Orby when we buried that gold. They're digging in the exact same spot. That's
1: old Michael Flaherty and his daughter, Maureen.
2: That one, Sisko's partner, Poncho. There's three of them, Miles, we was talking about closing permanently.
1: <laughs> Maureen! Poncho! Look here! <laughs>
3: hey! Oh, my- You've
2: been we could gun them all down right from here, Clay. No, no, no. Let him dig it up for us. Here
1: the gold, thing so Mike. By the golden horn of the angel Gabriel, it is the gold. All right, Jesse, now. Let's get him. Dig up another man's gold, will you? Uh, if either one of you touch your guns, I'll kill you. Quick. The deputy sheriff and his prisoner. No, what of the lakes that you wanted here? Why you think they followed us and you, might and tried to steal the gold? The little people's fine for us.
3: We found it on our own land. Faith, now, who'd be having a better claim to it?
1: We do. Hand it over. If you take it, there'll be the curse of the little people on you. Come on, cut the dab and use your six gun, Jesse.
2: All right, old man. You better ask your little people to help you, because you ain't got much longer to live. <laughs> Yes, I do owe you that thanks, Cisco. My deputy and that killer, Jesse Linden, headed straight for Half Moon Rock.
1: Look, you Sheriff, there they are. Cisco, Jesse's making ready to kill old Michael Flurry. Careful aim, and he will kill no one. Suffering horn toes. You shot the gun clean out of his hand. Your deputy is getting away, Sheriff. You arrest that Linden coyote. Watch, will help you. I'll go after your deputy. All right, Cisco. Help you, help the Ha! Ah! You will not stay on that horse step, idiot. You tin horse. I'll teach you to keep out of my business. <laughs> you will teach no one, you coyote. using a law ban for bandero activities. <laughs> this <laughs> is a thief. i thief! Right up on your feet, you maverick. You and that killer, Jesse Linden, still have a debt to pay. And pay it you will in jail. No, Pancho. The little folk didn't make a mistake. They probably wanted us to dig up that gold so that the sheriff could see that it got back to its rightful owners. Maybe the next time the little people show, Senor Mike, where to find the gold for himself. <laughs> sure know that they will. Are you going to use the divining rod again, Senor Mike? Face yes, what a question. Was the ever an Irishman who wouldn't kiss the Blarney Stone if he ever had a chance to? <laughs> Senor Mike, Pancho almost forget. Pancho brings you the Arizona Blarney Stone. The Arizona Blarney Stone. a <laughs> present. Maybe we both kiss the Arizona Blarney Stone. It brings us good luck. And we get to the divining rod and find more gold. <laughs> Bigora, let's get that Arizona Blarney Stone of yours. Bigora, that's what we do. <laughs> Those two are a good match for each other, are they not, singreda, Maureen? <laughs> There's a touch of the little boy in
3: both of
1: them, isn't there, Cisco? Yes. If wishes could come true, Pancho and your father would find a pot of gold in the backyard here.
3: Oh, wishes do come true, Cisco, if you believe strongly in the little folk. I've made a wish, and I know that with the little people's help, it'll come true.
1: And what is your wish, Senorita Marine?
3: That you'll be coming back to see us again, Cisco.
1: Well, I will try to, Senorita.
3: Oh, you will. I'm certain, sure of that.
1: (laughs) Oh, what makes you so positive, Senorita?
3: Well, two reasons. The little people are on my side, and they'll keep reminding you. And the other reason, senorita? This? Oh,
1: Cisco. Oh, senorita. Hey, Pancho. Is this señor Michael Flary quite an hombre, no? Oh, geez, geez, he is, Pancho. Yeah. He has a great love for his native land, Ireland. Ireland? Where's that, Chico? Where's that, Ireland? Well, it is a country far away across the sea, Pancho. Yeah. It's a beautiful country, Chico. You ever been there, Chico? One time, long ago, Pancho, when I was a small boy, uh-huh. I remembered that the trees and the grass and the hills were all green. That's why Senor Mike maybe has so much green in his house. Green curtains and green tablecloths and green chairs. And Pancho also see a funny thing. And Senor Mike even wear a green shirt. See, si. The National Colors of Ireland are green, and Senor Mike is a loyal Irishman. <laughs> Pancho even see that Senor Mike... Wear the green suspenders. He does, Chico? He does, Chico. Well, that is really being loyal to one's native land. Aren't you think that the reason Senor Mike wear green suspenders? No? No. Well, then, why do you think he wears them? Aren't you think Senor Mike wear the green suspenders to hold his pants up? Oh, Pancho! Oh, is he so? <laughs>